Hello and welcome to Inside Fingal, the podcast that takes you inside Fingal County Council and gives you an insight into the work being done by councillors and staff to make Fingal a better place to live, work, visit and do business in. My name is Jerry McDermott. I'm the Media and Communications Manager here at Fingal County Council and I hope you'll stay with me as we continue to inform you about the work of your local authority. Our feature interview today is with Ronan O'Reilly, who is the Climate Change Coordinator with Fingal County Council. I'll be talking to him about the Fingal Climate Action Plan and what's being done by the Council to mitigate the effects of climate change later in the programme. Before we talk to Ronan, let's go over to the Inside Fingal News Desk and get the latest updates on what is happening in Fingal from Fergal Maddock. Fingal County Council is now accepting applications as part of Fingal's Creative Ireland Programme 2021. The fund will provide support to individuals and groups operating on a not-for-profit basis for projects which creatively address a number of themes including community well-being and culture, heritage, music, the Irish language, as well as the area of science, technology, engineering, arts and mathematics. Due to COVID-19 and the current restrictions on the physical environment, applicants are advised to also consider and reimagine proposals via virtual and online platforms. The closing day for applications is Friday, March the 5th at 4pm. Further information can be obtained by emailing creativefingal at fingal.ie or by visiting our website fingal.ie. Fingal County Council has been awarded €190,000 under the 2020 Town and Village Renewal Scheme, which will support projects in St Margaret's, Balrothery, Rollestown and Lusk. The funding, awarded by the Department of Rural and Community Development, is aimed at helping communities respond to COVID-19 through the development of outdoor amenities and the enhancement of public spaces, together with an emphasis on supporting remote working in rural communities. €21,600 has been earmarked for the provision of broadband connection points to facilitate remote working and digital access for the local population in Rollestown and Lusk. A further €99,000 has been allocated for the development of new walking and cycling facilities, together with enhanced streetscape measures in Balrothery. And St Margaret's will benefit from grant aid of €69,525 to improve the local area, with the development of a new green area with improvements to heritage assets and access in the village. And St Margaret's will benefit from grant aid of €69,000 to improve the local area with the development of a new green area along with improvements to heritage assets and access to the village. Fingal County Council is inviting applications for the Artists Support Scheme 2021. The funding allows professional artists to avail of an award of up to €4,000 towards travel and professional development opportunities, a residency or towards the development of work. The scheme, which has a total combined fund of €100,000, is open to practising artists at all stages of their professional careers, working in music, visual art, drama, literature and dance. To be eligible, applicants must have been born, have studied or currently reside in the Fingal administrative area. The funding for projects and initiatives will take place from May the 1st to December 31st. The closing date for receipt of applications is Friday, February 26th at 4pm. For further information and to download an application form, please see fingalarts.ie or fingal.ie forward slash arts.
Our guest on today's edition of Inside Fingal is Ronan O'Reilly, who is the Climate Action Coordinator for Fingal County Council and is in charge of overseeing the implementation of the Climate Action Plan. Ronan, you're very welcome to Inside Fingal. Hi, Jeremy. It's good to talk to you. Um, Fingal County Council has produced a Climate Action Plan. Can you tell us a bit about it, about the plan and the targets in the plan? The plan was launched in September 2019. Uh, It's a five-year plan, and there's four key targets in the plan. A 33% improvement in energy efficiency in council operations, a 40% reduction in greenhouse gas in council operations by 2030, to make Fingal a more climate-resilient county, and to actively engage and inform citizens on the actions we're taking. Uh, So there's 130 actions in the plan across five teams, and it's been implemented across all departments um, so that's from corporate affairs to planning to operations department. Every department has a number of actions in the plan. And um, the intention is that we'll build on the action list and improve on the actions as we go over the five years, I suppose. Um, you started it in September 2019. By my calculations, we're about 15 months into the, into the plan. How is it progressing? Uh, it's, it's progressing well. Um, there's a lot done, but there's, there's a lot more to be done, obviously. Um, there's a regional approach to climate action. Um, so we're working with the other three Dublin local authorities and with CARO. Uh, that's the Climate Action Regional Office. They're centres of expertise and with our energy management agency, Kadima. So there's a lot going on. If you look at the sum of the parts across all Fingal departments and across the region, uh, and there's a climate action regional logo in development and that'll help the public make visual connections between the work which is ongoing. And when people see that logo, do you think they'll be surprised by the amount of activity that they're going to see? I, I'm not sure surprised, um, but, but certainly uh, it'll, 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 it'll help to, to, to draw links between the activities and to, to kind of make, to identify the climate actions across, across all all the councils um, across the work that we're doing and through CARO and Kadima. You mentioned uh, that the council's actions are divided into five themes. C- can you tell us what those five themes are and why they were chosen? Sure. Um, well, the five themes um, basically just link the climate actions to the remit of the local authority. That's energy and buildings, transport, flood resilience, nature-based solutions and resource management. So I might give you a few examples of actions under each of the teams, if you'd like, Jerry. Oh, please do. Uh, energy and buildings. So that's, um, that's a list of actions uh, which will improve the energy efficiency in, in, the, in the built environment. Um, so that includes uh, energy efficiencies across council operations and in social housing. And also there's an energy awareness piece there as well. So there's an energy management team in place in Fingal, has been for a number of years now. And they have developed an ISO compliant energy management system. And that's helping to identify where energy efficiencies can be made across council operations. Uh, They report to the SEAI on an annual basis. And they report that at this stage, they've made efficiency improvements of 34%. That's since 2008. Uh, So they've effectively met the, the, the... energy efficiency public sector target for 2020 now and they're planning towards meeting the, the, the 2030 target at present. Right and, and the, the, the 2030 target would that be onerous? It will that's that, that's a 50% improvement in, in, in energy efficiency um, across, all, across all 
um, all council activities. So that will be onerous. Um, but again, through the through the energy management team, I suppose that the way they went to the, the way they, they go about it, Jerry, is they've uh, identified all the significant energy users. Um, and they've, and they've, they've, they've tackled the biggest ones. Um, street lighting uh, accounted for uh, the, the highest proportion of council energy usage traditionally. Um, that was well over 50%. So all of those are being um, converted to LEDs at present. Yeah, sorry to interrupt, Ronan, but you mentioned there the street lights. And I think that's one where people will visibly see what is happening because We've all got used to the orange lights, but they're they're now being replaced by by white lights, and that is that is what's happening as part of this uh, energy saving, isn't it? That's right. Yeah, yeah. People will see them going in all right. Um, uh, there's there, it's they're much more energy efficient, I suppose. Those LEDs, the same as the the LEDs that you can switch over at home, um, they're sixty to seventy percent more efficient than the older type of light bulbs. So there's huge savings there. Uh, especially when you consider uh, just the number of lights across across the county. Right. Um, you, you mentioned the, the housing, the social housing stock and, and that. How are we improving the uh, energy efficiencies of these? Yeah, that's true. The architects department uh, and also with housing department, they've made um, all of the attic and wall insulation is complete at the moment. All of the, all of the uh, window replacement is, is complete as well. So there's an awful lot of work there done on the housing stock, and it's in good condition. But there's 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 newer, higher uh, government targets, I suppose, for all social housing stocks should be a very high energy standard uh, by 2030. That's uh, stemming from the the recent um, all of government climate action plan. So there's a lot of work to be done there yet uh, as well. Yeah, and and you know you've you've talked about those new energy efficiency targets, um, and and there's also targets there for the public sector as well. How, how are those sort of targets going to be met? Well, again, through the through the energy management team, Jerry, uh, I suppose they they look at all of the big energy accounts um, uh, under the under the ISO framework again. Um, uh, they were already transitioning to an electric vehicle fleet, so that's twenty uh, percent um, of all light road vehicles are, are electric at this stage. So, um, as as light vehicles reach end of life, they'll be they'll be uh, switched over to electric vehicles. So there'll be savings there, and um, finish out the street lighting program with LEDs, um, and also through um, uh, engaging with energy service companies for the for the larger offices so um to, to enter into energy performance contracts there and uh, those are long-term contracts which guarantee energy savings and um, so i suppose those those are the, those are the bigger measures but also through more efficiencies generally in the offices all of the lights have been switched over to to timers so they switch off automatically um, and and all of the PCs and laptops switch switch off automatically as well. So um, the ISO uh, standard, I suppose, is 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 a high standard of of energy management and energy efficiency. Um, so I suppose under that framework, they'll set about trying to achieve the chart the target for for a fifty percent improvement for for twenty thirty. Yeah, and and I suppose to get an iOS an ISO um, number and that to get that certification, um, that takes a bit of work. So they they've already got to a good level. 
Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, the, the, the team is in, it's a good team in place there and they've been working on it for, for a good few years at this stage. Um, and, and I think too, um, you know, the, you mentioned there about Fingal moving their fleet over to electric vehicles and that. And I think people would notice um, when, when they're driving around that uh, the electric v- uh, vehicles stand out because they've got uh, green stickers on them to indicate that they're electric vehicles and that. So I'm, I'm sure we're going to see a lot more of them on the, on the roads uh, in the years to come. Um, Transportation is obviously a very important in in all this area. Um, you've mentioned there about the, um, the, the obviously the fleet um, being turned to electric and that. What, what else is the council doing in relation to transport? Through the planning department, uh, they're working with the NTA on the provision of the bigger public transport projects. So that's the advancement of Metro Link and Bus Connects. And um, there's a, a big focus on improving the coverage and the quality of walking and cycling networks across the county and developing greenways. Uh, so people will see those improve gradually over the coming years, I suppose. Um, those those schemes are being delivered by two departments in Fingal. The bigger schemes are being delivered through Paul Carroll's planning and strategic infrastructure team. Uh, so there's various uh, schemes at different stages of design, planning and construction. Um, the Broadmeadow Way is an exciting one. Uh, that'll go to construction this year and hopefully open next year. So that'll be high quality walking and cycling route between uh, Malahide Castle and Newbridge House in Donabate, uh, across the Malahide Estuary and along the railway line. And it'll connect into the Fingal Coastal Way at Newbridge House and it'll also connect into the Malahide to Sutton Greenway at Malahide. So details of those uh, schemes can be found on the website. There's a, there's a greenway section there. They're bigger schemes, I suppose, um, for delivery over the next number of years. But ultimately, the objective is to have a connected coastal walking and cycling route between Sutton and, and Balbriggan. And it'll connect into a Dublin city scheme between Sutton and Sandy Cove. Right. So, so there's you can you can cycle up and down the coast of Dublin uh, fr- from Balbriggan all the way to, to Sandy Cove, which will be fantastic. Um, and and I and it's not just confined to the coastal areas either. I think there's cycleways planned for other parts of the of the county, uh, particularly in Dublin 15. Yeah, that's right, Jerry. There, there, there's an active travel section has just been set up. Um, so they're developing a list of schemes at present, which will include the the safety. Uh, of walking and cycling networks across the county. So that'll include widening footpaths, segregation of of cycleways, junction improvements, and linking up existing infrastructure and trying to develop more direct routes, I suppose, for active travel. They'll be drawn down NTA funding, which has been made available nationally um, for those type of projects. And as you say, the the first one has been uh, delivered in in Hartstown, Huntstown, and the, the the second one that's been delivered recently in in River Valley and Swords. I think I think one of the projects that I'm particularly excited about is is the one along the uh, Royal Canal because I I think um, by the way that they're talking, you'll be able to go from Dublin right across the country. That's right. Um, yeah, and I'm looking forward to that one as well. Uh, it should be a, a really scenic uh, cycle. Uh, along the canal and I think you can kayak uh, along parts of it there as well. So, um, Ronan, th- th- there's, th- there's obviously a lot of good work going on in relation to, to cycling and, and trying to 
develop cycling as as a as a as a mode of transport in that. Um, we we touched on electric vehicles earlier and and talking about the council introducing electric vehicles into their into their fleet. What about the, the rest of the community? How how are you planning to get uh, ordinary people to start using electric vehicles? Um, well, through the architects department, they're they're providing EV charge points um, or de- deducting to to allow easy retrofit of the chargers to all social housing at the moment, and um, uh, chargers have been provided for uh, staff um, and in depots for operational use. The the four Dublin local authorities, in partnership with Caro and Smart Dublin, have formed an electric vehicle strategy group. And they're working to try to determine how the Dublin local authorities might, might best support the rollout of a consistent um, EV charger network across the region. There's a report due on that one, Jerry. so we can't say too much more about that at this stage. Ultimately, it'll come down to a funding deci- decision for government. But um, I suppose we'll wait on the report and, and we'll see what happens there. Um Looking at the plan, the next the next theme in the plan is flood resilience. Um, how are we improving the resilience of the county? Uh, through a number of different ways. Um, there's a severe weather response team in place at a senior management level. They try to keep the county moving uh, at times of heavy snow and ice and uh, true, true storms, you know, when there might be fallen trees to block roads. Um, they try to keep the, the, the essential services moving and the liaise with the, the Gardaí and the HSE. Uh, there's a flooding section which is working with the OPW in relation to a number of schemes. There's a coastal liaison group uh, working with communities uh, in in Sutton and Baldoyle and in particular uh, in, in Port Ran and Rush where there's a difficult coastal erosion problem uh, in a special area of conservation there but they're working through the issues with the community and um, they're progressing a plan for the coastal protection of Rogerstown Outer Estuary at present. So that's progressing towards a, a planning submission at present. Yeah. And then finally, the, 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 the forward management uh, section under Sinead Murphy, uh, they ensure that all local area plans are assessed for flood risk to ensure that we don't build on floodplains going forward and that all new developments should have surface water management plans in place that utilise green infrastructure uh, to reduce the risk of surface water issues in future. You know, looking at the weather, ever since they started naming the uh, the weather storms, I think we've all become more aware of uh, severe weather uh, and, and the, the, the impact that it can have. And uh, certainly, I you know, from our point of view in the communications section, um, you know, we, we, we certainly get mobilized whenever there's a, a yellow, orange or, or red warning um, and that thankfully the red ones aren't too often. Um, going... Um, mm. You mentioned green infrastructure, and that's a term we're hearing more and more about lately. Can, can you describe what you mean by that? Green infrastructure is really important in climate action. Um, it can be described as physical planning, uh, which helps support better climate outcomes through the integration of trees and tree pits, for example, or of ponds or wetlands. Um, trees have a multifunctional benefit, really. They obviously sequester carbon, um, but they soak up uh, rainwater uh, at times of heavy rain or flooding, and they can provide habitat as well for, for, for wildlife. And if, if, if the tree is provided with a tree pit, 
uh, in an urban area, it can soak up so much more water. Um, and uh, that's an approach which has been taken at present for urban areas. Um, we have a new uh, SUDS, or Green Infrastructure, green infrastructure Policy, um, and that supports um, the use of, of tree pits in urban areas. And, it, and uh, uh, we also have a new uh, tree strategy uh, in draft at, at, at the moment, um, and, and, and that too supports the, 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 the use of tree pits. So I suppose resilience through, through forward planning and, and, and through policy, and that's it, um, through the use of tree pits, I suppose, is a simple example of that. Uh, and of course, the uh, the tree strategy that you mentioned uh, that's still live at the moment. They're they're still looking for submissions and observations from it. And if anybody is interested in looking uh, in in what's being proposed, you can you can access the Fingal tree strategy on fingal.ie. Um, Fingal, I suppose, is very lucky. We we have over seventy thousand trees that the council looks after, and and our I think we have seven parks got green flags as well. Um, so it, it is it is an important area within Fingal trees. Hugely important, um, and they're integral to the next team of the plan as well, which is nature-based solutions, which basically solutions uh, which can help nature help us through the use of green infrastructure um, and and by protecting and enhancing ecosystems. So, um, yeah, the, the the tree strategy uh, um, uh, is 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 in draft at the moment. Um, it'll include plans for uh, an annual targeted tree planting program so they'll be identifying um, uh, sites across across the, uh, the council's land holding I suppose the most opportune sites um, for woodland planting and uh, try to li- link up existing forests where they can um, and, and set up wildlife corridors where possible and then parks section also manage open spaces and, and regional parks in sustainable ways by uh, inc- increasing the the acreage of wildflower meadows, and we we have a biodiversity officer as well. Hans Visser uh, is is developing uh, a new biodiversity plan at present as well. So there's a lot of work going on across the board there. Yeah, and just talking about the biodiversity and that it it, it brings you around to pollinators, uh, which are obviously very important. Um, and that, and I, I think the council is doing quite a bit of work to help promote pollination. Yeah, they are. Uh, again, through, through the works that parks are doing and in, in management of open spaces, um, people will see the, the the wildflowers and long grasses um, are, are encouraged to grow along the roadside margins. There, parks don't they don't use herbicides or pesticides in 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 public parks anymore. Um, but uh, I suppose pollinators. If anybody was to go to pollinators.ie. Um, there's, there's a huge amount of the information there on how, how individuals, businesses and councils can support pollinators. Um, and there's also a gardening biodiversity booklet uh, available on the Fingal website. That's, that's a nice resource. It gives lots of ideas that could be used by families to take on garden projects at home. Yeah, and I suppose this is probably the time of year to be starting to think about those gardening projects as, as we look into the start of a new year. And uh, I think people have been sitting at home looking at their gardens and, and wondering what they can do with them. So maybe introducing pollinators into it might be might be a good idea. Um, the last thing on the plan, the last theme of the plan is resource management. What's that about? Resource management, I suppose it's about better use of natural resources, you know, uh, reduce, reuse, repair, recycle. There's a national waste management policy that was just launched last year 
that'll introduce a ban on certain single-use plastics and a levy on disposable cups and all packaging should be recyclable uh, by 2030. So that'll be a big step in the right direction. The, the, the actions in our plan are around uh, resource management in the council operations and putting the infrastructure in place to enable the public to recycle. And there's also a big awareness focus as well. Council uh, operates uh, 60 uh, bottle banks or, or bring centres in towns and villages across the county and two recycling centres. And the, the operations department have provided contactless drinking water fountains in, in regional parks uh, over, the, over the last couple of months. Um, and then the awareness piece is provided, I suppose, through our environmental awareness officer, Sinead Fox. So she engages with community groups, tidy towns, and in particular with schools and youth groups and promotes sustainable living and waste reduction uh, and is active in social media as well. And then finally, through the economic and enterprise department, they are aiming to support businesses and SMEs in practical ways and true awareness uh, um, and how to be sustain- more sustainable, I suppose. And, and I suppose the businesses is a big one because um, a lot of it does come back to businesses having to maybe change the way they do things and, and that. So could you tell us a little bit more about the support that you give, say, to small, medium uh, enterprises? Yeah, well, that's that's been led um, by Eva Sheridan at the moment uh, through Economic and Enterprise. They're developing a web page and uh, it'll, it'll give best practice examples for sustainable SMEs. I understand they're, they're going to do some business profiling of successful businesses in Fingal on their sustainable journey, I suppose, and they'll produce a booklet as well. So that website uh, should, 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 be, should be online shortly. Well, there's certainly a lot of great work going on there right across the council and indeed out into the community. Uh, but I would, would I be right in saying that if we're going to properly tackle climate change, then each of us as individuals have to take personal responsibility for our actions. Yeah, I suppose we could all try to see if we could run a small lifestyle change in our day-to-day living, Jerry. For me, uh, well, transport and heat are the, are the two big ones, I suppose. For me, that's uh, trying to reduce the number of car journeys or um, to car share where possible or use public transport or cycle even better. And then on heat, to be able to turn down the, the home heating by one degree or turn it off a little earlier at nighttime before going to bed could give good savings. Kodima have developed a home energy savings kit and that's available at all Fingal libraries um, and I think all libraries across across the county as well. There, there's a number of tools in the kit and uh, people could borrow it for a week and uh, get great ideas of how to, how, to, how to make energy efficiencies at home and there's a how-to video on the on the Kadima website as well. So that's that's a very practical um, thing to do. Yeah, absolutely. A, a good first place to start, and you know, kind of um, a lot of families can t- can um, make little projects out of it as well, Jerry. I suppose the other the other two big ones, apart from transport and heat, would be to try to reduce the amount of food waste. Also, just to buy less stuff, I suppose, because almost everything is 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 manufactured or, or transported. Um, using fossil fuels. Have you seen a lot of changes in the way we do things? Like you mentioned there, food waste, and, and you've, you've talked about packaging and everything like that. Are, are we getting good at, 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 at doing the right thing? I suppose the, the national waste management policy will, will be a big step in the right direction there. But there's greater understanding generally uh, these days, especially on the energy stuff. And uh, I suppose look, 
look, once once more of the infrastructure goes in across the, across the region, it'll enable people make make the small lifestyle changes that they that they they might like to make. You know, uh, get out and walk walk and cycle more. Uh, it can provide more direct routes, I suppose, between residential areas and schools and and you know linking up with with trans, uh, public transport hubs that'll be a step in the right direction as well the climate action plan it's it's i think it's a five-year plan um it started in 2019 uh we're 15 16 months into it how, how can people follow the progress of the plan and and those 130 odd actions that you're talking about and and, and see how they're whether they're being completed or where they stand and that sort of thing how, how do how do people follow what's happening yeah, there's a one-year report has just been compiled, and that's on the website at the moment. So if anybody wants to see the plan or the one-year report, uh, they could Google Fingal Climate Action to bring you straight to the page. For anybody that wants to follow Kadima and the work they do, um, or see the, the, the video on the Home Energy Savings Kit I mentioned, they have a good website, kadima.ie. Uh, there's a Cairo website in development at the moment, and that'll be up and running soon. You could also follow the four Dublin local authorities on Twitter on the hashtag councils for climate action well that that's very informative Ronan thank you very much indeed uh, remember you can read that climate change action plan on fingal.ie also the the first report the 2020 report can be seen there and if you go on to the webcast of this month's January council meeting you'll also see Ronan's presentation to council on how the climate action plan is doing and there's also energy saving ideas on the website as well Ronan Riley, thank you very much indeed for joining us and, and good luck with the, with the rest of the plan and hopefully you'll get all those 130 objectives across the line and, and done by the end of the plan. Thanks very much, Gary. It's good to talk to you. And that's it for this episode of Inside Fingal. I hope you've enjoyed our conversation with Ronan Riley and if you have any comments or suggestions in relation to the Inside Fingal podcast, please email podcast at fingal.ie. Remember, you can follow Fingal County Council on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube and LinkedIn and also at fingal.ie. Until next time, goodbye and stay safe.